bounces them back off of her back, teaching them how to fly, not letting them die, teaching them how to fly. You're ready, said God. You're ready to fly. 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 Come on, put your hands together. Hallelujah. I said, put your hands together. Hallelujah. For Jesus, for Jesus. Hallelujah. The Son of God, the Son of God, the Son of God, the Son of God. Come on, the Son of God. Hallelujah. Jesus the Christ. Come on, Jesus the Christ. Come on, we bless your name. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on, bless your name, God. Hallelujah. Come on. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Come on. Come on, we should know how great our God is by how greatly we praise him. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. We bless your name, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Come on, let me hear you cry out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless your name. We bless your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, you may be seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah. For our sins, the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Who was sacrificed, glory to God. And because of his sacrifice, because of his death, we've already sang that death could not hold him down. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Death couldn't hold him. Yes, Lord. Yes, and because we are his. Hallelujah. In that day, death will not hold you. That's why we rejoice now. That's why we rise up now. That's why we praise now. That's why we exalt him now. Hallelujah. Behold the Lamb of God. Oh, come on. Just a moment, will you? Just one moment, will you? Come on, get up on your feet and help me worship just one moment. Just one moment. We worship your God. We bless you, Lord. We magnify you, oh God. Yes, it is the season. The season to worship. The season to adore you. The season to bless you. The season to lift you up. The season to live for you. The season to give. We thank you for the Lamb of God. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. Yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you for the Lamb. Thank you for the blood. Your redeeming blood. Your efficacious blood. Your healing blood. Your delivering blood. Thank you for the blood. Yes, God. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. In the season of giving and gifting, we thank you that there's no greater gift than the blood. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And Father, as we stand in your presence, we lift up, Lord God, hallelujah, our own saved loved ones today, knowing that you are mighty to save. Yes, God. And in this season, like none other before, we believe in you to save our families, save our children, save, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We lift up, God, every chaplain, FRC and IAC. We lift up the ACM every ministry and every ministry gift in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, we pray for our leaders, apostasy and sister scene. We pray for Pastor Gardner this morning and speak blessing and health and favor and strength over them in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for this house. Come on, lift your voices as we lift up this house to the living God. Yes, God, we speak blessing and increase over this house, Lord God. Thank you for our leaders, Bishop and Dr. Shelb. Thank you for our leaders, Bishop and Dr. Shelb. Thank you for our leaders. We speak blessing over them, grace over them, grace, 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 and more grace. Yes, Lord, grace for the journey, grace for this new season, grace for this new year. Lord, and with our voices, we lift them loud and on high. Hallelujah. We give you praise for every need met, every way made, every door open in Jesus' name. Come on, Father Greg, lift your voice now and give God a mighty shout of praise. What area of your life needs to be redeemed? Is it an addiction? Alcohol, drugs, porn? Or is it an attitude? The way you talk to your wife? The way you talk to your husband? Do you need to be redeemed in that area? Or your pleasant attitude at work. Amen. Your attitude towards the president. Or the president to be. What part of you needs to be redeemed? Because the great redeemer lives. I believe in the grace of God. And until I'm redeemed, God's mercy and grace is upon my life because I've committed my life to him. How many would say to me this morning, Dr. Jerry, there's areas of my life that need to be redeemed. But you thank God for your, his mercy and his grace. I know there's an area of my life that needs to be redeemed. Yeah, in the early years, it was drugs and alcohol, you know. But as you go along in the Christian walk, it becomes your attitude. 
your motives. Different things. He digs a little deeper. But those of you that have an area that needs to be redeemed, we're all in this together. I'll be the first one to stand up. We're not coming to the altar. But if you want God to touch that area, going to the new year, you say, Dr. Jerry, I need to be redeemed in this area. I want a fresh commitment to God. Stand up right where you're at. I need to recommit. I need to be redeemed in this area. Amen. Pray with me together. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for your mercy and your grace. I thank you that you redeemed me the day I gave my life to you or the day you brought me into the kingdom. But now I stand before you, blood washed, born again, repented of my sins, but now this area needs to be redeemed. Grant me the gift of repentance that I may change this day, December the 13th, I rededicate and recommit my life back to my God and my Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Give a little clap offering. You may be seated. Uh, I, I want you to, to share in this next part of the service. Yeah, when we get started. I want to do, instead of having the word today preached by me and Cheryl or, or five, six speakers, amen, God put it on my heart that you've got something to share. So I want to have a, what we would call a testimony service. In this year where there's been so much, the pandemic, people out of work, businesses being squeezed, uh, violence in our nation. People need to hear some good things of what God is doing. So I want you to testify something to stir our faith. What happened in the Gospel of Mark? Go and tell them what great things God has done. And I want many to come as possible and share something of encouragement to our brothers and sisters. Maybe God delivered you this year of drugs or alcohol, whatever, or at work or a new job or a car, whatever it is. Let's share with one another and build one another in the midst of all the hell around us, the darkness that's around us, there's a light. So I'm going to turn this over to testimony service, but to give you an idea before I do that, we've got to be sensitive to time. So, amen. All right. Now, I want everybody to take a moment of silence. One minute. Ready? Now.
halfway. That's one minute. Amen? Doesn't that seem a little bit of a long time? That's how much time you've got to share. <laughs> Don't spend 80% on the darkness and 10% or 5% on the light. As many things as you want, whatever you want, let's build one another in this season. Amen? So come. We got time for many testimonies. Come. Who'll be first? Come on, come on, step out. Come on in front. Come on, come on in the front. All those who want to testify, I encourage you. Come on up. Let's hear what God has done in the midst of people out of work, depression, riots, violence, pandemic. Let's hear the good things of what God is doing in among his people. Let's testify. One minute each. The clock is in the back. Hey, man. I'll go first so I can sit down. I hope I can make it through this. You all have heard me talk about uh, so many times how many years I've been in ministry, how long I've been around. But I recently started some inner healing sessions with Dr. Cheryl. And all the years I've been preaching and praying and pastoring, I uh, had no idea how much hurt I was carrying around in Whew, my God, in me. And uh, the more we talked, the more we met, the more things surfaced and the more things came out. Glory to God. And even this morning, um, as you were up, Dr. Cheryl, again, more hurts came up and surfaced and came out. But I'm here to tell you this morning, glory to God, that I stand before you after 40 years healed delivered and set free from hurts of my past hurts of my childhood hurtful memories hurtful situations hurtful circumstances every one of them healed every one delivered glory to God and as I take give up this mic I want you to know regardless of what you're going through what you're facing what's going on in your life Jesus Christ is yet healing right now and he who the son has set free is free indeed today in Christ I am free glory to God I got one minute All this year and part of last year, I have been going through some things, and it's been rough. And when Dr. Shirley told us to close our eyes, I can remember some of the pain and hurt that I was going through. I've been in ministry for nine years, been pastoring maybe for four years, and it ain't been easy. But one thing that I know for sure, 
is that I can say, I spent countless days right here in this very same spot on my knees, praying to God to have a change in my life. I lost my job at the hospital. Lost my job at the limo company. Didn't have no money. Couldn't, didn't know how I was going to save my house. God came through. Got another job at another hospital. Wasn't getting paid much, but it was able to pay my bills and pay my rent. God came through. Pandemic came in. My asthma was acting up. I had to leave the hospital, but God still provided. God came through. No matter what opposition came against me, I knew that I can trust in the Lord and God came through. Let me tell you something. You can stand here, you can worry, you can fret, you can be afraid, you can do this and you can do that. But let me tell you something. If you fall on your knees and you pray and seek God, ain't nothing that the devil can do to you. When he knock you down, you stay down and you pray until God pick you back up. Amen. So with me, when the pandemic started, it was like I was blindsided. I was, I was up against a wall. I was so depressed. And the enemy came in and started with this little conversation like, well, it ain't nothing to do. Why don't you just have a glass of wine? And then the next day it was like, you ain't got nothing to do. Why don't you just have a glass of wine? And then I looked up and I was drinking every single day from March to October, I was drunk or hungover every single day. October 11th, I woke up. The enemy was telling me, you ain't never going to be nothing. You ain't going to never sing again. You ain't never going to go back to church. All this different stuff. But October 11th, I went into recovery. And let me tell you, I stand before you now 63 days sober from alcohol. You see where I was today? I was up here praising the, praising the Lord. So the devil is a liar. He's a liar. Because I was sinking, sinking deep, sinking deep in sin. Far from the peaceful shore. I was buried deeply, stained within. Sinking to rise no more. Then the master of the sea heard my despairing cry. And from the waters, he lifted me. And now I'm safe. He delivered me. I don't have no desire to drink. But see, that's how the enemy will do. He'll come in, it'll be so subtle. It'll be something so little. And then when you look up, months done passed. I woke up, like I said, October 11th. It wasn't nothing that happened spectacular. It was just like, Lord, I can't do this no more. My life had become unmanageable. And I knew it wasn't me. But like I said, today I stand before you 63 days. That's two months and two days free of alcohol. And I'm going to keep going in Jesus' name. Praise God for freedom. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. I just thank the Lord today for this year <laughs> it has been tough it has been rough but god is faithful he is so faithful glory to the most high god this year 
God started talking to me about hearing him more clearly. I've been walking with the Lord since I was a little girl. But I never knew how important it is to really, really please my father. As I was a little girl, I always wanted to please my heavenly father. But I learned how to listen to him better. And he taught me one, one, one most important thing, and I want everybody to get this. Satan don't have no power. Jesus took the keys and gave it to us. We have the keys. And a lot of times we be going around saying, Satan this, Satan that, the devil this, devil that. God say, no more. Don't say that no more. He's been telling me this. He say, I am the light. When the enemy comes in like a flood, he said he have raised up a standard against them. So we got to stand on the word of God. So in saying that, God have blessed me and my husband. We were believing God this year for a new home. We didn't know how we was going to do it. We didn't have the finances. I were, he just had started a new job. And we didn't know how it was going to happen. And when we started, when God told me to step out on faith, I knew that I had to do what he told me to do. He taught me how important it is to be obedient. He said obedience is better than sacrifice. And whatever you're going through today, he's saying be obey. Stand and having done all to stand, no matter what your circumstances is, stand on the word of God. So I got that word. I said, my God should supply all my need. I'm not going to be paying rent to somebody who is um, making their mortgage payments. I'm going to have my own again because I sold my house and I wanted to have my own again. So God blessed us and I'm going to let my husband finish it. I'm going to be real short. We got a house, and I didn't even have 90 days in on my job. We got a house, and they made me employee of the month. They don't, they don't do that. They say, you got to be at the job a year. I ain't even got my 90 days in. Okay. My testimony is, God provided me this young lady. Aww. I lived in Georgia for six years. I talked to her for two. I'm back up here now. God, God is good. And I just want to say that God is, this is the reason for the season, Jesus Christ. And whatever situation, when you find yourself trying to get depressed, remember that Jesus lives on the inside of you. And greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. Good morning. You know, I joined the evangelism team about three years ago. I'm sure you're maybe tired of hearing all of our testimonies, but we see miracles every single Saturday that we go out. We see debilitating diseases gone. We see ears open. People can, blind eyes can see. So he is a miracle working God. And if, if you want to get healed, come sow some seeds in, heal, in healing prayers for someone else. Hallelujah. Because God has healed every issue in my body since I joined this team. I had a, a bladder issue that was incurable. There's no medication. You, I felt like I had a bladder um, infection constantly, and there's nothing they could do. Guess what? God took that away. <laughs> I had problems in my colon. God took that away. 
I even had to wear a brace in my mouth because I clenched my teeth. God took that away. Hallelujah. I didn't even ask him to heal that, and he healed it. Amen? Hallelujah. First of all, my testimony is too long for a minute, so I'll do little bullets, but I want to say thank you to especially this row who has held me up. Um, without you, I would not be here today, um, especially Pastor Scott and Pastor Pam and Bishop and Dr. Cheryl. Um, last year this time, I sat here with Pastor Pam and Prophet Larry Oral was here, and I um, just sat there wanting to die. I asked God, please take my life. I just lost my husband. It's been a little bit over a year now. This past year was a loss of six people in my life to death. My mother, my husband, and one of my best friends. But I'm still here today. I got inner healing with Pastor Scott and Pastor Pam. And then um, God financially blessed me big time. And um, healing in my body, um, that's continuing, but big healing. In May, I started walking. I was up to three miles a time, at a time, and that was impossible for me before. I spent most of my summer in Frankfurt, Michigan, and I decided to make that my home. So Tuesday, I'll be leaving to live in my new home. So, um, so, but God has brought me through, and he's been my strength with all the loss. And people say, oh, my goodness, you're Job. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to be Job. But, but it's okay because God is my God. And Pastor Lance, your late night Bible study saved me many times. So thank you for that. And Pastor Darlene praying over my husband and I and, you know, and Bev always having my back and Chaplain Wayne. So, and I'm sorry I forgot your name offhand, but you came to the hospital and prayed for my husband. So thank you. But big thank you because without you, all of you, I would not be here today. And when I came up here to see Pastor Larry Orrell and he, what he spoke over me just shocked me because he didn't know me. So, but thank you very much. God has done and wonders for me. Amen. And, and you'll be able to see Pastor Larry Orell, Dr. Prophet Larry Orell, next week. He'll be here Sunday morning and Sunday night service. Amen? Amen. The singing prophet. Praise the Lord, church. I just wanted to give God glory um, for this year. And uh, I'm going to share something that uh, is a little personal. Um, I had COVID, and um, my whole family had COVID in uh, September, including my 95-year-old mom who lives with us. And I take care of mom. She had a stroke. She has a G-tube. And um, I feed her, you know, with a syringe and give her her fluids and stuff. And I, you know, the, the devil was in my ear, I think, for about six weeks straight telling me that, he was going to kill not only me, but he was going to take my mom, my husband, my daughter, my brother next door, because we all were positive. And I just want to tell you that, you know, no matter what the devil tells you, he's always a liar. Yes. And the number one weapon that he uses is fear. And I'm here today to tell you that God is faithful. My mom, age 95, was the oldest person to be discharged from St. John Ascension Hospital, COVID-free, hallelujah. So I want to encourage you to not be afraid of this disease. It's a flu, it's a virus, and Jesus shed his blood on the cross for all viruses, 
for all germs, for all bacteria, for all of that stuff. And I'm telling you that he is a healer. And the enemy was in my ear saying, you better not go on that street again. You better not go out on that street again. You're going to get sick. You're going to get your family sick. Don't pray for nobody. Don't do that. In my ear for six weeks. And I says, you know what? You're a liar. We went back out on the street. And uh, last, uh, last Saturday, God healed a, a man uh, who couldn't see. And he could not hear out of his right ear instantly. Just healed him Hallelujah. in the cast corridor. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God is a miracle worker. Yes. If he can do it for me, he brought me out of the gutter. God brought me out of the gutter. And if he can do it for me, he can do it for anybody. So I just want to encourage you. Hold on. Hold on to hope. Hold on. Because he is still a miracle worker. And he performs miracles every day. If he can do it for me, he'll do it for you. Just ask him. Amen. 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 Good morning, everyone. Some of you have heard my testimony, some of you have not. So I just want to encourage you all that God is indeed a healer. In 2015, my son shot himself in the head. His brain was shattered. They had to make a new skull. Uh, early this year, he had over 100 seizures in one day. After he re occur uh, recovered from the seizures, he wound up with COVID. He was on a vent for five and a half weeks, and most of you were praying for him. He has multiple pre-existing conditions. However, after COVID, his mind is sharper than ever. sick at towards the end, had surgery, recovered, yeah. thought things were going to get better, and then COVID hit, um, was a test of faith. Because when you don't have work, when you have your own business, and you lose every customer that you have, and there's, you, you don't see no provision. But I can say because he lives, God has been sustaining our family, has been healing us in areas that we can't even say. Um, we were going to leave Michigan. We had made plans to move away. But through the grace of God, God said, no, nah, no, nah, you, you're not going to go nowhere. We're, I'm going to sustain you through this. I have diabetes, liver transplant, high blood pressure, a lot of things going over my body. But God said, through all I have seen on the news, millions of people, hundreds of thousands of people dying, he has kept me, he has kept my wife. And because of him, because he lived within me, because of who he is, God has sustained us. And I'm going to turn it over to her. 
Well, this is our testimony. Because he lives, we can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know who holds my future and a life is worth a living just because he lives. That's my testimony. That's our testimony because he lives we can face tomorrow and i am grateful to god <laughs> keep them short i felt like the lord said to share this testimony just the way that it was that um light's so bright <laughs> that um in 1993, I was working at Dimitri's Restaurant. It's now the Coney Island at 696 and Graduate. And I had my daughter then. And uh, I had to drive from there all the way to Grand River and Telegraph. But anyways, I'd be busy with her. And I had really bad bronchitis. And I prayed over it when I was living in Redford. And the Lord completely healed me of bronchitis. Okay, and then it was about four years ago that I was in the warming shelter, and I smoke cigarettes. Okay, just pray for me, but the Lord knows. I, I, I'm going to admit that, okay? But I was in the warming shelter about four years ago where you'd sometimes sleep on the floor with 130 people, and uh, I was coughing so bad with congestion and bronchitis because I've had it. I had it before, and it was so bad that... Um, I really thought that, you know, it was going to, somebody was going to really say something like, you can't stay laying next to these women. And anyways, I prayed for about four days, three or four days, and the Lord completely healed the bronchitis, the cough. And I am in a three-quarter house right now, and I got a really bad cold. There was about, I called the church for prayer. Uh, there was about six people sick, I mean really sick. One went to urgent care, got a prescription, others did other things, cold medicine. And I just wanted to say that I ended up that I took cold medicine for morning and night, and then I didn't continue the cold medicine because I, want, I know the Lord, you healed me two other times of bronchitis. And I prayed over my bronchitis, and the Lord completely healed me in about four days. Awesome. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So many testimonies. Amen. Um, I got to give thanks to this gentleman right here because he always tells me to listen to my wife. We should listen to our wives. Uh, I got a message, text message from my landlord. And I thank these two people here that got a house because we were in the same situation that you're in, that you were in, we're in right now. So... I thank God for that. I thank God for prayer. I thank God for, you know, just being in our lives and working. Um, when I got the message from my landlord, he says, you guys got 30 days to be out. Because uh, we're on a month-to-month -month 
thing. He says, we're going to send you a notice to quit. I want to sell the house. I want to get out. I want you guys out by the end of January. I said, okay. So instead, I focused on the storm. I focused on what the devil was doing instead of what God was doing. And I had to revert some of the messages that the pastors had preached uh, a few, few uh, sermons ago, especially Pastor Lance, about listening to your wife. My wife went down in prayer. She grabs me. She says, let's go. We're going to pray. So we started praying, uh, started looking for houses. Uh, there was a couple other messages about preparing. Um, and we prepared. God moved. And we have a house. Amen. And praise the Lord. I just want to say, one minute is a thousand years, and a thousand years is one minute. All right. Hello. Hello. Hello, everybody. I'm Tabitha, the mask spiritual dancer at Evangel, right? Spirit. Not about me, it's about Jesus, right? I'm going to share something with you guys. I got metal rods in my back, a plate in my neck. They want to redo all the metal and put screws, another cadaver bone in a cage, and take all the metal back out. So sometimes if you see me up here and I go down, the Holy Spirit's touching me. And when he lays me down, that's what the Holy Spirit does. I'm out sponsoring people to get off alcohol and drugs and leading them to this wonderful Celebrate Recovery here every Thursday. Dinner's at 6 and it starts at 7. Now, I'm going to keep it short here. My boyfriend, I've been with 14 years, retired veteran. That's his hoodie, right? I got that from the Veterans Association on 15 Mile Road, right? 14 years. He's been in the military 25 years. Watch this. He was in a sugar coma, and he was at 12 Mile and Hoover, and I prayed every day, and I had the church praying. And you know what? He started moving the machine, and he come back to life. Now, when I seen the judge, the judge goes, are you mentally ill, lady? You know what I mean? I go, there's nothing mental about what Jesus did for him in the bed. So he is alive. He might be in a nursing home. We'll pray for intercessory. He needs to have, they said, insurance at Metalogist Sterling on 15 Mile Road, 504 Bed 2, Jerry Carroll, that he needs insurance to have rehabilitation to walk. A veteran should not have to lay in the bed like that. So keep the intercessory moving. God's good all the time. You know what I mean? And here's a report. God, they said I had stage three kidney disease. Guess what? Ain't no report with no kidney problems, right? right. God is good. Amen. Okay, so rejection, 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 rejection from my mother's womb. Uh, Molested when I was six years old. more rejection. I had a brother and a sister. I didn't think I mattered to anybody or my parents or anything. And then um, my grandmother was killed in front of me uh, six and a half years ago. So I come back here to Evangel, go through inner healing. I've uh, been saved since I was 17. Um, God has been my anchor. Yeah. Okay, and so lots of pain, lots of self-rejection, lots of condemnation. (laughs) I'm not worthy, whatever, whatever. But I want to tell you that, okay, that the devil is a liar. And that we are going places in the kingdom of God. And I thank God for all of you who have prayed for me, prayed with me, stayed with me, uh, and that's it. I just, if I can get through all this, you guys can too. You know, God is faithful. 
He's more than, everything he gave us, my time's up, okay. <laughs> seed of a mustard seed. That's our anchor. Hello. Um, last week, my daughter, Nia, was given worship flags by the visiting church. Um, she had always wanted them. She was going to get them for Christmas, but they were just given to her. Um, I actually had a breakthrough in my worship at home with the flags. Um, I had been begging God, Lord, I just, I just want a way where I don't have to hold back. And I couldn't hold back with the flags. So Nia went outside last Saturday with the flags because there's more room out there. And as soon as she walked in the house, they both snapped in half. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, devil, no. So she's incredibly upset. I'm trying not to, to avoid the meltdown. And I'm like, Lord, what do I do? Right? And so she's upset. And I'm like, Nia? I was like, look. I was like, I understand they're broken. I was like, but God still uses the broken things. And so that is the message that God will use the broken things and the broken people to accomplish his will. So that's it. Great testimony. Amen. Um, Jerry, I, we're going to take one last one tonight. We're going to have more testimonies. So if you've got more to share, come back tonight. I think I saw Jerry up here. Come on up here, Jerry. Stick to the minute. Come on and testify. This will be the last one until tonight. Come on. Hi, everybody. My name is Jerry. Uh, I like that name. I don't, yeah, I don't know if you guys know, I'm one of the original people that helped start this ministry. We broke off 40 years ago from Zion Church, me, Jerry, Dave Landy. Anyways, it's not really a testimony, it's something that God came to me years ago. Um, I've been a Christian since 1976, backslid a few times. But this is just a season, and God had me wake up in the middle of the night a few years back and write this, and I just want to share it with you real quick. The sounds of Christmas are in the air. People are in the spirit nearly everywhere. Everyone's busy decorating their tree. They put it in the place for others to see. Yeah, everyone's getting ready for the Christmas scene, but sometimes I wonder if we've forgotten what it means. It's a time to give, it's time to receive. It's a time to accept and a time to believe. Believe, not long ago in the manger filled with hay, a child was born on the first Christmas day. A more perfect child there'll never be. He grew up and he died. He died for you and me. He died for us because he knows we all sin. He spent three days in hell, but he rose again. So believe and accept that. Let Jesus in your heart. And for you, my friend, a new life will soon start. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jerry. Amen. Great is the Lord, isn't he? Well, now we're going to close the service this way with a gentleman that was here about a year and three quarters ago, less than two years ago, uh, we had the honor to credential him. We had the honor to present him. He flew us out to Tennessee when he was doing a concert at Sons of God Church. Put us in a hotel, fed us. Had some personal time with Eddie James. He was here two years ago. There's a song I like by him. It's called Great is the Lord. So let's Name of the Lord is great. Name of the Lord is great. So let's stand to our feet. See you tonight, 7 o'clock. If you come late and you have your tithe, you can place it in the basket. Or you have a special seed offering, place it in the basket. We're going to dance and jump and shout 
and sing out of here. Be back tonight at 7 o'clock. If you got a testimony, bring it with you. Are you ready? Cheryl, would you come and bless the offering and the song? Everybody should be jumping and dancing. As great is the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for this day. Thank you for this awesome time in your presence. Bless our giving. And Father, we just give you all the glory. Amen. Listen, we're just up here praising and worshiping God, but this song is not for us only. It's for you. So we want you to jump and shout and give God glory this morning. 